0: most trusted voice in professional wrestling. Look at this! More than four decades behind the mic. Plain and simple. With unrivaled success in broadcasting. From ringside to the boardroom, to the New York Times bestsellers list. What an impact! Keen insight with a sharp tongue. And if they're smart, they'll listen. Westwood One Podcast Network presents... The Jim Ross Report with WWE Hall of Famer Jim Ross and now the man himself good old JR Yes indeed ladies and gentlemen Sloverknocker Audio is on the air we have a packed program for you here today I thank you very much for uh, downloading our program I thank you even more if you leave us a 5 star rating and subscribe at Apple Podcasts Uh, that 5 star review is very very important I'm not kidding you. Don't let me come out there. Uh, so, uh, we appreciate all your support. The ratings have been great. You know, we're doing great in, in not not only here in North America, but, uh, also in the UK and Ireland, Australia, Canada, very, very blessed. And that's because of you, you guys, you cats are making it happen. And I thank you for that. Uh, today I'm going to catch up with, uh, young Cody Rhodes. He is, uh, I've known this kid since he was in diapers, and that ain't no exaggeration. Uh, the son of the American Dream Dusty Rhodes and uh, his mama Michelle. I'm uh, close to their family in full transparency here. But uh, we're going to talk today about uh, All In, duh, and uh, how the idea came about, when it came about, how Chicago was selected, uh, what's next, uh, all kinds of neat things. And I'm so proud of this kid and the Young Bucks. And other everybody else that's involved. There's a lot of good people that are involved in the uh, All In event, including Conrad Thompson. The ubiquitous conning is all over the place with so this uh, the, the star cast. We'll talk about that. So we'll, we've got a lot of things to cover, and we'll do that. But first, I know you need it. I, by God, I know you want it. Don't you want it? Don't you need it? Here's what's on my mind. Before we get rolling here, I want to thank uh, Ken Carmen. This morning show, 92.3, the uh, on the fan in Cleveland. Have me on this week, talk a little podcasting, uh, talk to Buck, Becker Mayfield, uh, LeBron James, and things that we have talked about here on the program in the last few weeks. Uh, we kind of uh, put in a capsule form and had some great live conversation. A good show, uh, good dudes there, uh, Ken Carmen show, uh, 92.3, the fan in Cleveland. I will be back without, without a doubt. I will be back. And the King and I will obviously look, we should play. I believe we should have a chair and a King show in Cleveland. That's my take on that deal. And, uh, then, and, and, make it where we could maybe catch a ball game. Wink, wink. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So, uh, thanks Ken and all the folks there in Cleveland for having me on this week on the radio. Uh, I've been asked about the new Japan access TV coverage of the July event, live event in the cow palace in the San Francisco Bay area. Well, I can tell you this, uh, that as we speak, tickets are still available, by the way, at Ticketmaster. And so if you want to go, don't talk yourself out of it because I didn't think there were any tickets left. Come on. Uh, There are tickets left. Not a lot, but there are some. And I'd love to see you there. But here's the deal. I'm not sure yet, officially, that uh, Access is going to televise the event. The details are still being discussed. Both parties are still motivated to do so. But I learned this a long time ago, ain't B, that I ain't going to count my chickens before they hatch. So uh, hopefully the, everything's going to be agreed to and signed, and everybody's going to hug and bow and scrape and whatever they want to do. But we're going to be there in July uh, to kick some ass in a cow palace. The building that Pat Patterson and Ray Stevens made famous, no doubt about it. So we'll keep our eye on that deal. I'm very optimistic in all seriousness that the the event will be uh, televised live. But uh, until there's a deal done, there ain't no deal done. Saw something about, you know, there's a lot of rumor. We talked about it here. I've done some interviews about Hulk Hogan returning to WWE. I've made my uh, thoughts clear on this matter. I I do not approve of uh, the reasons that uh, Hulk was kind of expelled uh, and for his use of a very poor language. Uh, and there's no justification for that, nor is he trying to justify it, best I know. But the issue is here, and here's how I looked at it. Here's how I came to my realization that Hulk Hogan should be back in WWE at some point in time, because I believe in forgiveness. I believe that you can forgive people. You know, I, if I lived my life to where everybody that pissed me off, I didn't forgive them. Uh, I would be, I'd have a miserable existence. I don't even know the kid that killed my wife in a vehicular accident. Don't have, I never saw him. Don't know what he looks like, but I forgive him because I don't choose to load my wagon up with negativity and, and bring it with me. And that may be a too, too simple an answer for some of you folks. I don't know. But, uh, Hogan using a racial epitaph is unacceptable. He knows that is my, my belief. I believe that he's very remorseful and I believe it can be his skill, his image can be used for positive. And, and that if it can be and it affects one or two lives, it's a good thing. So I'm all for Hogan coming back. I hope that others can forgive him as well. But to me, it was, it could have been any other sin, I guess, uh, within reason, obviously, uh, that sounds stupid. But, you know, forgiveness is not a bad thing, folks. Let's just keep that in mind, quite frankly. That's uh, what else. Oh, I had a, I had some – oh, sports, game, sports gambling. Theory, my theory on sports gambling, good thing. It's a good thing. Not because I want to go gamble. I can go fly to Vegas whenever I want. I can go to a Native American casino here in Oklahoma. How many do you want to go to, 20, 30? But the, has, for states to be able to allow gambling is another way to create revenue for shortfalls. If Oklahoma has an issue with that or medical marijuana, they're ignorant because the state can't even – the teachers are being the worst paid teachers in America. That's embarrassment. They have old books. Teachers have to come out of the money out of their pocket to buy school supplies for some of these kids. So if monies like the lottery or uh, medical marijuana or sports betting can be governed, sanctioned, overseen, then I don't see it as hurting anything. It creates, it drops more money to the bottom line. Teachers get more money, for example. Uh, so that's just my thoughts. I'm a, that's about the best politicals I'm going to get on this damn show. Uh, I watched Raw Monday night. Here's, I wrote down on my little sheet of paper here what impressed me as I went along. And here's what I, here's, what I put, here's what's on my paper. Rollins, KO. Helvin opener. Helvin opener. Uh, two really, really good talents. Uh, two really good talents. Uh, and they're close, boy. They're really, really close to being that next step up, that next step up. And I can see both guys are raising their game. I like both of them. I really do. So they started to show off great, really set the stage. Uh, Sammy Zane, I thought it had been kind of uh, lost in space, which is a reference to Robin Williams, Mork, because Sammy Zane reminds me of Robin Williams. And I know it may be crazy, but I'm sober as a judge. Uh, but something about Sammy Zane reminds me of Robin Williams and that's not a bad thing, but anyway, Sammy Zayn's doing better, good hand and, and a much better talker than I think many of us perceived. He might be Ron Stroman drew McIntyre stay tuned. That'll be big when it's right. It shouldn't, it should not happen until it's right. And I still say, Strowman will be the man in WWE. I w he would become the man before WrestleMania in New York next year. That's where he would be blessed. He would, he would, his ship would pull into port in New York city. And we'd break that bottle of champagne over the bow. And there we'd be too many stars in WWE have been minted in New York city. And why not? Uh, McIntyre, uh, Strowman, when they faced off, it reminded me of some of those pictures I'd seen back in the day. I love back in the day, right, Tony? Tony Greer. Welcome to my day. I think Strowman and McIntyre look like Andre and Black Jack Mulligan, and that fascinates me, but much more agile at, when, than, than the two uh, senior fellows. Uh, raw Women had another strong night. Seems like the uh, fact that they did not make the ridiculously hard, challenging, uncomfortable travel to Saudi Arabia – I see that that has subsided. They're all over the shows, uh, and I, including the Nia Jack, uh, Ronda Rousey, uh, booking for the Money in the Bank pay per view on June 16th. The big question there is: Is it been? Is it too soon? I don't think so. I really don't. It's an attraction match. I mean, look. Let's look at it. Uh, the champ shouldn't be on TV every week. Much less the challenger and Ronda Rousey. the The fascination for everybody that thinks it. Every talent should be on TV wrestling every week is 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 obscene. It makes no sense. I got to calm down. Rousey and and Nia Jack will have a will have a match. I think that will surprise us in a positive way. I believe that highly motivated individuals, whether they be men or women, that have come from legitimate athletic backgrounds, as has. Uh, Ronda Rousey will rise to the occasion. I will give her the benefit of that doubt. She's been in big match situations before you saw how she delivered at WrestleMania and yes, I know that was in the next tag. I get it, but they got about five weeks, to get ready for uh money in the bank. And I think that, uh, it was a smart booking bold. Was it bold? Could it be too soon? Yes, it, it is bold. And yes, it might be too soon, but the only way we could concretely say is to make that assessment, yay or nay, after that match, of which I'll be watching. Uh, Smackdown, all these these shows from London, the O2, one of my favorite arenas. I got the uh, Led Zeppelin from the Live from the O2 on my uh, i was it iPod, iPod, I think. But that's another story. Daniel Bryan, uh, I he got he got back on his track. And not that he was off track, but he got started building some momentum with this, uh, man handling a big cast, you know, big cast. I like, he's a good looking kid. You don't, you can't teach seven feet. I think I've said that before in meetings, you can't teach seven feet and he seems to be fairly athletic and agile. I like that. He's a nice young man. He seemed like he has been raised well, uh, but he plays like a, a number two on an NBA team, a shooting guard. I want him to play like a, a four, a power forward, or a five, a center. Physical. He's gotta be more aggressive. And and I think if he does, hey, you can fix that. Right? So uh but he's got an upside and I, I just think he should be more aggressive no matter what. Walking in the rings, facial expressions, everything. Don't become one dimensional. But give me that dimension occasionally. Uh Andre almas uh, had a nice debut. There's something about him that's special in my view. And it might be, uh, Selena Vega. You know, she's hotter than donut grease and talented and natural heel. So I like that pairing. they they have about as much chemistry uh, for a male, female, uh, in this role, in their roles, respective roles as anybody WWE's had, uh, come up from NXT in a long time. Becky Lynch back on a good track. I'm a big fan of Becky Lynch. She's got the Becky Lynch has the greatest cheekbones in wrestling. (laughs) Is that chauvinistic? Hey, I just think she's a very attractive woman. Very athletic. She's smart. I've enjoyed every conversation I've ever had with her. I never walked away saying, oh man, she's a little ditzy. She's a smart woman. And she's Irish. And J.R. likes the Irish. I, that's Scottish. Never mind. Forget that. Uh, Samoa Joe promo was real. His real promos are working. Keep it up, Joe. And AJ and Shinsuke started to take the form of what I saw uh, in in New Japan a few years ago, those two. They're getting it back. They found their groove, and uh, uh, hopefully they will uh, abstain from the abundance of low blows. If not, and they're both not wearing a cup, how stupid are they in real life? I love this pairing. I love this match. It's going to be big time. Anytime you can see it on the road. Uh, And maybe you see stuff on the road that's even more impressive than what you're going to see on television. I don't know. But uh, nice job for those guys. Uh, Don't forget this uh, weekend, or next weekend, I'm going to be in West Virginia for a big West Virginia power uh, baseball team. I'll do throwing out the first pitch, doing a meet-and-greet, autograph signing, photo session. Uh, You get a a duffel bag giveaway to the first 1,000 fans. Uh, It's a cool thing, and the tickets are limited, but they're available at wvpower.com, wvpower.com. And my thanks to Mix 100.9 and the Jock 1300 and 1340 AM for their promotional support. We look forward to working with those folks. Remember the date, Saturday, May 26, West Virginia Ballpark Appearance at uh, Appalachian Power Park in Charleston. Can't wait to get there. Should be a lot of fun. Let's just make sure it doesn't rain. Okay. Uh, my, our, our, our tour in Ireland and the UK going to Scotland, uh, Ireland. It's just so great. You know, my dream has always been to see where the quiet man, the John Wayne Marino O'Hara film was shot. That may be accomplished on this trip. You know, remember uh, tickets are very limited on all these events at uh, InsideTheRopes.co.uk. Monday, June 25, Glasgow, Tuesday, June 26th, Newcastle. That's a big event there, boy. We're going to have a lot of fun in Newcastle. A lot of big plans for the Asperse Casino there. VIP and are still available. Wednesday, June 27th in Birmingham uh, at the Glee. Friday, June 29th in Limerick. That's in Ireland, by the way, if you folks in Arkansas, uh, at uh, Dolan's. Remember, all tickets there in Limerick are very, very scarce. On Saturday in uh, Galway, Ireland, uh, and we will be selling only VIP tickets. That's all that's left. There's some VIP tickets left for Galway. Join us. Do the meet and greet, photo ops, all that good stuff. Uh, And uh, if you want tickets, information, anything about our tour with Kenny uh, McIntosh and his great crew at uh, uh, Inside the Ropes, it's insidetheropes.co.uk. That's all I can tell you about that. And coming down the home stretch here, ladies and gents, uh, the J.R. and King live show. Uh, we've got two of them booked right now. Thursday, August 16th in Nashville at Zanies, And uh, Thursday, August 23rd, that's one week later, at the Zanies in Rosemont in Chicagoland. Chicagoland's hopping, man. Uh, tickets at zanies.com They're available in VIP form and GA form, general admission. Uh, so it's the King and I, for the first time ever, and, you know, how many times are we going to get this opportunity to work together in and, and, and a nice tour, talk about the Attitude Era or whatever else is on your mind, because there's no questions off off limits. Uh, we're going to have fun. And Zanies is known for have, people having fun, no doubt. So Thursday, August 16th, Nashville Zanies. Thursday, August 23rd, uh, the Rosemont Zanies. And tickets are available at zanies.com. But I promise you, uh, they ain't going to last long. And that, ladies and gentlemen is a whirlwind tour of what's on my mind, unless I remember something before we go off the air. So, stay tuned. Well, folks, before we get to my conversation with uh, Cody Rhodes, or Cody Runnels, as it says on his birth certificate, uh, we're going to talk to him about All In, how the idea came about, when did it come about, what's next, and uh, maybe I can't help but think of his dad. So I want to talk to Cody about his dad and what his dad would have thought about this amazing week that is uh a young man out of his own loins has uh, has produced and with his team so Cody coming up but you know folks, I get a chance to vet all my sponsors on this show uh I am a little head a little stubborn there's some things i won't I don't want to endorse, and they will remain unsaid but i I believe in any product that helps us live a better life in all reality, not, a, not not some line of smoke, man. And I am so excited to have Quip on the air, Q-U-I-P. Now, uh, there, it's a toothbrush. It's a, an amazing toothbrush, and it's something I highly suggest you try. Uh, it's an electric toothbrush. That's a fraction of the cost of uh, bulkier brushes. My God, you have to have arms like a, you know, Rusev to carry, carry the damn toothbrush. Not this one. Uh, and it's just an amazing, amazing amount of vibrations for your teeth. It's so strongly endorsed by everybody in the dental field. It's a, it's built-in timer. This, is, this greatest thing here is, all, I always thought that I didn't brush my teeth long enough, and I think that I probably was right. Uh, it has a built-in timer to let you clean your teeth for the dentist-recommended uh, two minutes uh, with these guiding pulses that remind you when to switch sides. This thing leaves no stone unturned. It will get your teeth clean. Quip's subscription plans are for your health, not just convenience. They deliver new brush heads on a dentist-recommended schedule every three months for just Five dollars, including free shipping worldwide. Amazing! It also comes with a mount that uh, sucks it right to your mirror, and and then unsticks to use as a cover for hygienic travel. Yes, sir. Mine goes on a road with me. And by the way, ladies and gentlemen, uh, this product has been featured on Oprah's uh, O List. It's been named one of the Times, Time magazine best inventions. And it's the first ever subscription electric toothbrush accepted by the American Dental Association. And you know that all the dentists are not going to endorse something if they don't believe in it. Well, folks, here's the bottom line, as Stone Cold would say. Quip is backed by a network of over 20,000 dentists. 20,000 can't be wrong. And hygienists. And hundreds of thousands of happy brushers use Quip every single day. So why don't you? I'm endorsing it because I use it. I think it's wonderful. It's a life changer for my mouth, and I I need that. So here's the deal. And hopefully we talk more about this, but here's the deal. Think about this now. Everybody needs a toothbrush. The kids need a toothbrush. Granny may need a toothbrush. Uh, It's real simple. Quip starts at just $25, folks. And if you go to getquip.com slash Ross right now, you'll get your first refill pack absolutely free with a Quip electric toothbrush. Great deal. That's your first refill pack free at getquip.com slash Ross. I'll spell it for you. G-E-T dot com slash Ross R-O-S-S You'll thank me later. Really excited about uh, the things that are going on in the life of this young man I'm about to talk to. And I say young man everybody's young. I got socks over this kid and uh, Cody Rose is joining us. I don't know how the hell you found time to do this show, but I want to thank you for taking the time to do it.
1: No, thank you. I found the time because because it's you we got ties we got history we got we got we, we got family history you know That's right, so man. i i would i want to do nothing but this show right now.
0: I appreciate that and uh I was thinking this weekend and i really i you know i'm, I'm by myself a lot so I get old man goofy sometimes, you know, and I'm watching some John Wayne movie like Cowboys and the goddamn Bruce Dern shoots him in the back and just pisses me off, ruins my day. And I'm I'm kind of melancholy anyway, because I'm a mark for John Wayne. And, uh, then I hear you guys sell this thing out in 30 minutes, uh, a half, half hour, 29 minutes and 57 seconds, whatever the hell it was. It's amazing. (laughs) And I got emotional because I was just in an emotional frame of mind thinking, I didn't get emotional because you sold all your tickets. I got to tell you, I'm being honest. I'm glad you did. Don't get me wrong, but right. selling a lot of tickets is something I've been around for a while in my lifetime. But what I got emotional was uh, how it would have affected the dream if he had been here. Amazing. Mm. I just it moved me because he would be so proud of you guys. And was has this been the most memorable week of your professional life?
1: Without a doubt, uh, that that car ride from you know, one hour tease, the storefront in Chicago to the Odium where we were having the Ring of Honor show that night, that car ride is, I'll never forget it. Uh, that's right when tickets went on sale and I tried to buy, buy a ticket online and I went into the virtual waiting room and I, I knew <laughs> that the site was having all this traffic and I kept getting kicked back and we were supposed to get half an hour updates and I got I got a 10 minute update from the box office director And he said, well, you've moved 3,000 in 10 minutes. And I thought, oh, wow, well, you know, just great start. And my projections were 4,000 for the first week. And then after that, I was going to have to get nitty-gritty real hard. But Mm -hmm. me and Nick Jackson were in that car together. And uh, when we got to the building is when we found out. And I'll never forget it. It really is. I mean, there's my wedding day. It's my favorite thing ever that happened to me. And then there's this this day. Uh, I'll never forget this past Sunday.
0: Is your wife listening? Did she just hear that answer? You probably get a nice meal tonight. <laughs> I,
1: I wish she had heard it. She's working on her, her collarbone. She's upstairs. How's she doing? She's good, man. Just just tougher than I could ever imagine to be. She had She's two good. breaks. I thought she wow. just had a separated shoulder. I saw that X ray and she had been I mean, she'd been throwing punches and stuff with that thing. Just in just just a stud, you know. And she got her plate <laughs> now, and she'll she'll heal it up and be good to go. She's still coming on the Ring of Honor UK tour with me, and she's tough.
0: Yeah, that's great. Well, wish her my best. I, I I've been around her only a few times. So it's been a joy every time.
1: Uh, she loves I have. you she, from that first from that first Long Beach uh, New Japan show. She she <laughs> loves she loves you. She, she I don't know some familiar face the connection our family has, whatever it was, and she saw you there that day because that was the first uh, time she'd ever done anything for new Japan. I know she, was, yeah. it, it made her comfortable. She,
0: yeah. Heck yeah. She looked great and just do your, be natural, be I nat- And you can tell that to a lot of guys and they say, well, there's gotta be some secret Are to people getting over. Well, there, there, <laughs> there are, there are some secrets. If you ignore them, then they become secrets. They become forgotten traits. Wow. And right. one of, one of them is, you know, you, you you really have to be yourself at some point in the presentation okay. so all right. we all want as fans hey uh did this idea but you three three guys did it come about in like a a long plane ride or in a or a, a train trip in Japan or how did it, what was the genesis of getting this whole idea going from just a thought to a reality
1: we were uh, when the idea became like a firm hey let's do it let's i think the first thing firm thing was let's explore what rent options are how much does it really cost to rent a building and let's explore markets that this could feasibly be done uh chicago new york uh we had you know ontario or los angeles california uh dallas etc cetera, etc cetera. Mm-hmm. and we were on the uh, it was the war of the Worlds tour last year we were might have been in buffalo and it was just one of those shows that it was about thirteen hundred people there, a nice theater show and the sentiment, the feeling, the party that took place once the cameras went off, that how you close the show, how you send them home happy. We were just out there forever and and that was where it first was like, hey, we could take this this Bullet Club party and we could we could absolutely us draw a bigger a bigger crowd to it. And not not legends uh, not, you know, uh, a, a name that's been you know attached to a big event in the past, but us, the the Kenny Omega, myself, Matt, Nick, Hangman Page, Marty, that that being the elite crew, and that's it. Was that day you know on that tour is where we started looking in the ring, and then after that, we never stopped. Um, the three of us never stopped. We all looked at different things. We all had different opinions. We laid our calendars down on the floor. Uh, I got with Rocky Romero at New Japan Pro Wrestling. We laid their calendar down on the floor. Gary Jester, Ring of Honor. We laid all these calendars literally on the floor in the airport, and that was the date—the one that stuck out that we could we could have, you know, someone like myself, someone like Okada, uh, someone like Pentagon. That was the date we could have everybody, and that was the one we were going to go with.
0: Smart booking. You, uh, the key to your the key to your events is going to be the roster you. Uh, you, you obtain for that, those services, uh, how you book them and Hey, all that stuff is, you know, it'll always be second guess. That's just the nature of the horse. Uh, you know, it's just what it is. But, uh, I got to believe you guys, if anybody knows how, who works best with who you do, should be able to do that with your eyes closed. I mean, these I, matchups I should be so. spotless. <laughs> well, you right? no really, that's you but you've been in a ring with all these guys and you know, the matches you've had It's like, in other words, the, you know, I, I told the Bucks at the last long beach show, I said, man, you're, you're a, uh, I think I talked to Matt, uh, specifically about, uh, you know, they worked that issue at the Russell kingdom show with the bad back and yeah. that brought that story forward. It's so simplistic. It sounds so, uh, abundantly old school and quote unquote boring, but mm-hmm. it's not. It's a part of a story that everybody, a small child, a man, a woman, whatever can relate to. It's an injury and how you that, portray, how you portray that injury is the money
1: and that you you saying that just it it firms up a feeling i have and it's something i've shared with them because of the young bucks wild approach to wrestling the the athletic element of it sometimes they're pegged as as not being i guess not having psychology. When I watch them, their commitment to what they do, their commitment to everything that they say, we're going to invest in this, we're going to invest, is the most old school I've seen. It, 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 that's why I, I bond with those guys. Um, some people will try to pick at these goofy things, but the things they do in the ring, they're, I always tell them, they're the most old school wrestlers I know who have the most new school uh, reputation, but I'm glad you said that because it's one of the reasons we really get along. Um, and, and we clicked right away since I, since I walked into ring of honor.
0: You know, back in the day when the rock and roll express was just getting rolling, Ricky and Robert, you know, the cowboy, uh, uh, exploited them and promoted them, but they were over before they got here because of the videos right. that the that Joel Watts produced largely, It's some from Memphis too. Don't, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But then I saw, uh, you know, I hired the hardies, so. I knew them since day one they're teenagers. I think Jeff, well, I think we made a fudge. I think we made it blinked on Jeff's age. He's probably 16. <laughs> Can't do that anymore. I get it. But you know, but these kids have that same, those intangibles, there's something right. about their personality that connects them to the audience. And I think the audience knows that these two dudes really care about how they entertain us.
1: Oh, oh yeah. I think, I think that's why they're, they're the masters of the you know, the DIY, the do-it-yourself. They're taking this audience wherever they go, wherever those guys choose to go. If it's their own show, like All In, uh, if it's Ring of Honor, if it's New Japan, if there's ever a day they they make the trip to WWE, they're going to bring their audience, and their audience remains loyal because of that that intangible, you know, that thing that you, you yourself are kind of the master of spotting, uh, you and, you know, the old man. That was something yeah. that you could find in somebody, and and
0: access it. Well, you know, the thing, uh, I think, I think I had, a, I, I think I had a leg up on some of the other announcers that were not territory trained. I think dream had a leg up on the, on a lot of other people that were making decisions on his level. Uh, they had not been products of the or byproducts of the territory. The mm-hmm. territory was a great thing for many of us because it gave us the educational and emotional foundation to build something. Right. Ie make a goddamn living, and that's all we wanted <laughs> to do. You know, really, that's at the at the end, in the beginning, that's all you wanted to do just pay your bills. Right? And yeah. Then you got a taste. You got a little taste. You know, that, old, that old dog gets in the chicken house and starts eating chicken. You're done. That dog's a chicken eater.
1: Sure. <laughs>
0: yeah. So uh, do you? I I, I there's so much to, to do on this thing as far as your business side, your insurance, liability insurance, uh, maybe forming an LLC. <laughs> So that all your assets are protected and so that you can't get somebody slipped in the bathroom and suing your ass. Uh all those crazy things that promoters that's what you guys are now. You're you're Bill and Dusty and Vince and Vern and all those, all those Jeh Oh
1: man. I don't know if I'll say this. I don't know if we're ready to join any of those names, but I will it's been a very fun experience every day. Um, Dana Massey, who is in charge of YoungBucksMerch.com, That's Matt Jackson's wife. We call her the queen of all in, um, <laughs> every day we've had a different email about something we forgot, something we forgot that legally we need to do something that we need to make sure we cover. She's just been the master of, uh, yeah, you know, right. uh, we have, uh, I had kind of a vision for all in. She's kind of more of a functional vision, if that makes yeah. any sense. Uh, well,
0: you're like your dad, your dad had great, <laughs> uh, he, he, he could paint great pictures of multiple colors, but in the, the day we didn't do the tab on how much the colors cost us. Sure. You know what I'm saying? This, it's just a, that's what creative people do. It isn't about dollars and cents. Yeah. You're being purely creative. But when you step into that promotional side and you have skin in the game, Ain't all about creative anymore. Right, about, right, you know, right. Yeah. It is about liability insurance or do we have an LLC? Can we form one for 50 bucks? Yes, you can, by the way. Uh, but yeah. you, you need that good point person that can, uh, help you wrap, uh, uh, you know, wrap your arms around all that stuff so that you can get there the day of the show, Cody, and you guys can have a blast. You ain't yeah. worried about bullshit, you know? Yeah, no,
1: for sure. And we've, from kind of Jump Street, we've, you know, we've designed, we've tailored the weekend you know we're still tailoring the weekend but we've made it so for that cuz obviously me Matt and Nick want to run gorilla we want to we want one guy on the truck uh if we do decide to go a streaming route or or obviously we, you know any type of recording route we want one person in gorilla and then hell somebody's going to be in the ring um but because of that we've we've the, the learning has been fun. I, I actually have to shout out—you know him, Gary Jester. Um, yeah. Gary—it uh, works with Ring of Honor. He has been so helpful in in kind of learning learning things and just in terms of because we we looked at a lot of buildings. We didn't just look at Sears Center. We looked at a lot of buildings, and it just happened to be Sears Center that will be the home for the for the show for All In itself. So yeah, it's a. Uh, it's
0: been fun, been fun, arduous, fun Mel. Yeah. Oh yeah. And it's will will be a in details. My goal for you guys is just to get to the show day and have everything, all everything buttoned up, a bow around it. Now let's just go have fun and entertain these people. Cause really that's all you should be thinking about show day is entertaining right. those ticket buyers who's, who's, and there's an ass every 18 inches, that's really, <laughs> really important to put them at the front of the line as far as you know, catering to somebody. Sure. Uh, so. Uh, sure, I think, it's, hey, and you know, the I was talking to. I got got to ask Conrad for some information. Going to talk to Eric Bischoff here next week about this new podcast. And uh, boy, the uh, podcasting facet of your uh, weekend is growing yeah. like crazy, isn't it? It's a tell yeah. us about that. Uh,
1: Starcast Conrad. He had a really he had really good foresight. Whereas he, him and I talked early in the process. I, I guess I'd say he believed in the project because he told me, he said, people will likely piggyback off your events. And as flattering as that was, I, I wasn't sure if that would happen. He said, people will likely piggyback off your event. Uh, what if we piggyback off your events? Uh, but, but you support us, you partner with us. And I, it sounded great. The one rule was no ring, no matches. You know, it's not a, Mm-hmm. It's not a wrestling show. It's about wrestling personalities. It's about our our legends who paved the way. It's about these hot new podcasts. It's about all this new form of digital that our our wrestling family has. And he jumped on it. he said, no problem and started started you know, acquiring and accruing a great list of guys I would pay to see, guys I have paid to see. Um, so to be on the creative side of Starcast, even, you know, just as a partner, to be able to weigh in and to be able to offer our services um, from the people who are in town there for All In and to be able to, here's an All In meet and greet. Uh, Yeah, I mean, hell, I don't know if you've seen this. There's a meet and greet with my dog that 100% of the proceeds support Paul Chicago, the local no-kill shelter in Chicago. I mean, it's just a fun, fun fan service and nothing else. You don't want to, you know, I, I... Uh, I'm very much, I, I, I'd like to think I'm very much like my dad in the sense that I don't want to take anyone's money unless it's worth a damn. I don't want a single dollar unless it matters. And Conrad's been real good about you know, getting events that people want to pay for and giving them the best possible time The, the Starcast continues every announcement they make blows me away. It's just, it's just good. I like it. I like that the, our family, our world is going to be in town that weekend.
0: Yeah, it's great. I uh, I should probably break, if I had a if I had a, a barbecue truck, I should get ODB to come down and partner with me on some barbecue in the uh, in the parking lot for a little tailgate action. Uh, uh yeah,
1: hundred <laughs> percent. Deer center the guy at the box office told me he said if there are people who want to get there early, how do you guys feel about it? an official tailgate? You would that would be gangbusters.
0: Yeah, we would be, be, none- be a fun deal. A fun yeah, deal. hell yeah. But here's the problem I have. The Sooners open their season on September <laughs> 1st at home.
1: Yeah, you got to be there.
0: And I, I, I live my year to get ready for football season. Yeah. No. Like the old, You know, I told you the story about your dad and I, the the October 12th thing, the, the birthdays and the anniversaries and the OU Texas game. His birthday, my anniversary to Jan, uh, and the OU Texas game is always the second Saturday in October. So right, right, have, right. Qu- We'd have five conversations a day and end up cussing each other yeah, and then laughing about it, you know, because yeah. it was like, this is our week, man. This is our week to hate each other. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like,
1: cause I remember always hearing like the, his side of it, you know, oh, yeah. I feel like it tempered as you guys, I her. guess, got a little older because I remember earlier on, it seemed pretty volatile the yeah. <laughs> the messaging and the phone calls seemed pretty like, God, do they hate each other or do they love each other? We loved and, each other,
0: and we were in the ninth grade.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was, one, it was one of those. And then later it was like much more um, fair sport competitive, you know, yeah. like, yeah. yeah, and also the Longhorns program slipped to some degree. Um, yeah, yeah, no, I'm glad that you guys had that. I wish oh.
0: – I a, wish I was more thing, of a man.
1: Longhorns guy, but Dustin is.
0: Yeah, Dustin is, and and, and rightfully so. I get it. And look, yeah, uh, I, we, that gave us that was our commonality, in a, among other things. There are a lot of things that he and I are alike in food, music, background, growing up poor, working mom and dad, all that stuff. John
1: John Wayne too, man. Oh, I've God, never seen yeah, more people man. quote John Wayne in my
0: life. Yeah. 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 He so that we that was part, that was our fall time commonality. With sure. with BS each other going into the game and we'd hit it on the game week and game day and then uh uh then we we would resume getting ready for the next year or the next week for him or me, whatever. But it was great. I loved him for so many things and that was one of them. And uh but he would be so proud of you know, I do this dusty thing on the show sometimes, you know, uh, are you nothing or an errand boy? Well, you are Vance. a thousand, you know, man, you are a thousand, <laughs> you guys killed it. I'm so proud of you and happy for you. And, and I really appreciate you jumping on here. Uh, and, and we'll continue to promote your show And any man, way you. I can help you guys. Uh, you know, maybe a uh, young bucks might want to do a little drive by interview sometime and we can do them by phone or,
1: consider it done, man. They'll, you know, they'll, and, they'll, they'll be making a visit
0: and I, and I, uh, and maybe I can get my recording equipment handled and I can bring that to the cow palace. I assume without anybody, without anybody telling me that you're going to, I'm hoping that you're hopefully you'll be booked, but oh, in July, I'll
1: be at the, I'll be at the cow palace. They are hundred percent.
0: Yeah. Hey, you're, that's classic. That's, that's really nostalgic. Oh, I mean, the cow do palace? Research, yeah. yeah. Do some research about how many times your dad worked there. It probably would be not as many as we think.
1: Well, I think, you, like when I think Cal Palace, and I could be wrong in thinking this, but my dad always told me his favorite wrestler was Ray Stevens. Ray Stevens, was, Ray Stevens, he, Ray Stevens. And yeah. then I asked Flair one time who was the best ever, and he said Ray Stevens. Mm-hmm. And so I just, that, that San Francisco area, that kind of California spot that Ray Stevens built, anytime I'm there, I, I don't know. I just I wish I could have seen it, you know, because apparently it was just magical.
0: And, and and then you add Pat Patterson to the mix. Either as his tag team partner, they might have been as good a heel team as I ever saw in my entire life. Right, right. I'm serious about, and they weren't giants. Neither one were six feet tall. No. So, but they had psychology. What they did was plausible. It looked good, it, and and they were great sellers. They could, they knew how to sell in different levels. Mm. They, they yeah, they, they had an art form.
1: They had that thing Sean Michaels told me about where you crowd thinks they can kick your ass and then you look back at them and maybe they go, ah, uh, not so sure. <laughs> yeah, not so right. sure. That look and, you know, the long stare.
0: Well, uh, you guys got a, a, an ambitious summer. What, what are you, what else are you doing other than, uh, getting the word out for all in are well, pretty solid,
1: pretty much. I'll ride, right. uh, we'll ride our ring of honor. We've got several ring of honor tours. We go to the UK for honor United next week, Edinburgh, uh, London, uh, um, I'm in Portsmouth followed up, uh, you know, so we've got that tour. That's fun. Uh, the new Japan where we'll be in Osaka for dominion cow palace, the, the history, as far as new Japan, coming to the cow palace and we'll, we'll keep, we'll keep rolling the bullet club. Uh, the bullet club train doesn't show any signs of slowing down. So, uh, I'm glad to be on
0: it. And can you confirm here, here now, young man, if you are the leader of the bullet club, or are you not?
1: I am the leader of the Bullet Club, and here's how official it is. As recognized by Bushi Road, the company that owns New Japan Pro Wrestling, and as recognized by New Japan Pro Wrestling, I am the official leader of the Bullet Club, although I did not excommunicate Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega very much is still part of the Bullet Club, and uh, if that's complicated, so be it. But uh, one and only leader, and I I try my, my damnedest to be a good one.
0: You'll be a good captain, captain. And, uh, I can't <laughs> wait to call the, uh, Okada Omega two out of three fall match for access TV on Friday nights. If those summer bucks don't get it on, I'll be shocked.
1: Uh, that, that's all. That's all that's going to happen, man, is they're going to get it on. That's just an unbelievable two out of three falls. And you've seen, you've seen their prior contests. You've called their oh,
0: prior. Call contest. all of them. Yeah. Hey, do you think that, uh, the general public realizes how much access TV helps Uh, Build the brand of New Japan Pro Wrestling in North America?
1: I think the general public does. I think the vocal minority who has kind of kept New Japan as their thing for a very Mm -hmm. long time as their little baby is afraid to see their baby grow up a little bit. Uh, Oh, well, you know, like, New Japan is growing. It's unstoppable. It's rolling down the the, the mountain at, at fast speeds, and it's one of those, like, you have that favorite band that nobody knows about, and then all of a sudden they have a hit single. That's, that's kind of how I feel about Access TV. You know what I'm saying? Like It's put a mm-hmm. big spotlight on New Japan, and that's good for New Japan, New Japan World. That's good for everybody involved with, the, with that promotion, myself included.
0: It, it's giving the talents an opportunity to perform and to demonstrate their craft in primetime television. Uh, and if you have direct T V, for example, uh, I, I watch uh, Access TV, the great rock documentaries, all that stuff on Channel 340. So it's a great opportunity, and I'm excited about uh, this Cow Palace thing because the one time that the WWE had a big pay-per-view in, in the Cow Palace when Eddie Guerrero beat Brock Lesnar, if I recall. For the title. Yeah, and I, that was a SmackDown show, and Michael Cole did it. So I, I, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm going to burst my cherry, if you will. <laughs> uh, in the cow palace, with well, you, with well, you, Yahoo. So I'm looking forward to that a lot, man. It's a, we are, we oh, are so invigorating to me, man. And I know I get blasted by some of the hardcores about, you know, he didn't know this, and you know, and he had pictures about the guy's names. You know, in television, you put pictures by everybody's name, even if sure, sure, if, sure, of if, course. If you're married to him, that's what it, that's what it is. It's just for recognition. It's for quick sure, recognition. Sure. So anyway, yeah, no. it's a. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. It's gonna be a lot of fun. We'll kick some ass and proud of you, buddy. I really am. And uh, I I you. love you and your family. You know that.
1: Yes, sir. We love you too. Thank you very much for having me and I will send the bucks your way.
0: All right. You got it. Night or day. And if I can help you any time, you know it's just a phone call away. Yes, sir. Thank you very much. All right. Take care. Thanks. Bye. You know what's amazing when you've known a kid since he was in diapers? product of my lawns, if you will. We know that boy is not a errand boy. He's undoubtedly, ladies and gentlemen, in a feather. And they killed the box office this week. Congratulations, Cody. Thanks for coming on the show. And folks, uh, you know, it's been very easy for me to name Cody and his team, the Young Bucks and all the other uh, great folks that are, on, that are backing them up, who have their back. Uh, and, but I thought No, it's too obvious. Uh, I could have easily named Conrad Thompson the Slobber Knocker of the Week. Connie, my God, your cheek's beautiful and so full. But that's too easy. They're big stars this week. I'm going to give the Slobber Knocker of the Week award to maybe the bravest son of a gun that uh, we've ever signed because there's no way in hell I know of anybody that we've brought into WWE with our, our, talent relations team that has more cojones than John Cena yeah! goes on the today show where he gave brutally honest takes on his relationship with Nikki Bella and man, old John was a lot more open than I would ever have the courage to be. I'm just telling you. Uh, and then she comes on. Uh, and it's like, uh, the, it gives her side of the story for the cause they're involved in the upfronts and all those things The Bella twins, very marketable, they're stars, but for John Cena to have five minutes with uh, Kathy Lee and, and, uh, uh, Hoda, uh, was amazing. I, I give him the slobber knocker of the week award, hands down. John Cena, and all I can say, and I ain't going to get involved in this thing at all because none of our business, by the way, he made a statement. He said his piece. Now let them figure out what they're going to do without all of us getting their business. And so for all those things and me standing on my soapbox right now, almost to lose my balance, this week's slobber knocker of the week, ladies and gentlemen, goes to John Cena until uh, you're better paid, John. Hang in there, buddy. It's slobber not for good. No pet. coons are overdosing here. You know, the Petcoon Goofy Award is somewhat gaining a life of its own. Maybe I should have t-shirts made. Hmm. Uh, I'd get Ryan Barkin on that deal. pro Wrestling tees in Chicago. Petcoon Goofy Award. I won the Petcoon Goofy Award. Or something like that. Uh, but Hey, there's some candidates for this too. I, I but the, this clear cut winner, first of all, uh, one of the candidates for the Fetkin goofy award is the ownership, uh, decision makers with the Toronto Raptors. They fired Dwayne Casey after he won the NBA coaches association coach of the year award, given the award as the best coach in the league by his peers. And he's fired uh hours seemingly after his team was swept by the Cleveland Cavaliers in round two, round two of the NBA playoffs. That will probably come back to bite the Raptors in the arse. But since when did the Toronto Raptors ever establish they are an NBA power and they're not going to be one with decisions like this? But they're still not the Petkoon Goofy Award winner. That goes to many of us, including me, for spending too damn much time watching the machinations, all the presentation of the Royal wedding for the love of God. Ladies and gentlemen, let me up. I mean, this is involved into an embarrassing train wreck of a poorly produced reality show. Say what it is. This has no disrespect intended for the happy couple or their families are the, the people of the United Kingdom and or wherever else that may be supporting this movement <laughs> movement. It's a publicity movement. that's what it is. Uh, the Markles seem to be seem to be now seeking new money. We know that the dad had his uh, issues with the pay, getting paid for some, uh, photos for the paparazzi to use to rehabilitate his image. What the hell does he care about his image? Want you to stay off the stage. That belongs to your daughter and her, her royal husband. So I think the guy's been manipulated. I think he's smarter than we think. Uh it's always you can always have empathy for a guy that's on TMZ every week talking about a heart condition. And I hope to God that he's healthy and happy and he can be involved in this in a more uh in a more intelligent way. But as it is, it's it, this feels like It all of a sudden became this this beautiful affair, became this uh, crazy-ass family uh, situation that just didn't need to happen. So, ladies and gentlemen, the Pet Coon Goofy Award winner of this week are the family of Meghan Markle. Sweet music! That music could only mean one thing, ladies and gentlemen. Those irrepressible sounds could only mean this week in wrestling. Well, here's the thing. There's a lot of great things. I love this section of the show because it, bring, it brings me back to, you know, historic times. You know, the whole, the, the, the huge uh, groundswell of success in the WWWF started happening in a major way after May 17th, 1963, when that's 55 years ago, when in Madison square garden, uh, the great Bruno San Martino defeated the equally great nature boy, Buddy Rogers by submission in 48 seconds to win the WWF title for the first time ever, 19,000 on a hand to garden, they say, but that started off folks. Cause Bruno was pulled the wagon in that, in that company for many, many years. And then it ties to May 17th, 1965, exactly two years to the day. When Bruno in the garden defeated cowboy Bill Watt in a two out of three fall match for the WWWF title. And, uh, I did a little research on this, believe it or not. Watts was 26 years old at the time, 26. He'd been in the business for three years and he's headlining the garden. Uh, and that was all thanks to Bruno. Bruno liked to, he, had, he liked his former weightlifting partner and his former tag team partner, and he set Watts up for. I run with all the other major promotions because he had headlined the garden in New York with Bruno, all key buzzwords to get books someplace else. Main event, the garden, New York with Bruno. You're, okay. When can you start? Uh, another interesting thing. Uh, this is, I remember the show very well. 18,000 fans are, are so in hand in Manchester, uh, in, uh, in May of 1999, The no mercy pay-per-view. Some of you probably remember it. Uh, really, I thought it was a strong show. Uh, we had we loaded up that triple threat match for the title: uh, Stone Cold, Triple H, and Undertaker. How damn good does that get? See, what well, can't we have the Attitude Era again? There's three reasons. Those three guys are not full timers. They're not young as they were then. You can't just replace. They're not. They're not robots. You know, uh, they're they're real people, and we had some really good real people. And those three dudes. So I remember that show because Manchester was just packed. You couldn't, I don't know if you got anybody else there. And the crowd was wonderful. Much like the UK, the uh, O2 crowds have been uh, this week in London for TV, for WWE. And then uh, another one here. This is interesting. I, I, my uh, road producer, Raphael Morphy, sent this along. I, I like this. Uh, I like Raphael's suggestions, except when he's incessant about me promoting the damn Yankees. I like the Yankees. But it ain't time. Uh, this is, uh, May of 2005, the scene, Minneapolis, Minnesota judgment day, John Cena defeated JBL in an, I quit match, uh, defending the WWE title. But the, our irony was unplanned. It is happenstance because boxing legend, hands of stone, Roberto Duran, big wrestling fan was in town. He went to Raphael or his people got to Raphael and Raphael was the market rep and Raphael got him a ticket, got him, meaning Robert, Roberto Duran. And, uh, it just was kind of funny that it coincided with the I quit match or better put in, in Mr. Duran's terminology, no moths uh, for that night, but Rafael took care of the ticket, Mr. Duran, Roberto Duran, we were honored to have him. He had a good time, it was l- at least a little bit of irony, if nothing else. And finally. And finally, Barneke, he owes me money. Uh, finally, uh, a few happy birthdays. I like doing these. It makes me feel good. So hope you can tolerate my feel goodness. Uh, birthdays in this neck of the woods this time of the year, W.W. Hall of Famer Charles Wright, better known as the Godfather, turned 57. My favorite car was a 57 Chevy, two-door, 283, three-speed in a column. Oh, I long for those days. <laughs> Charles, a good man. Charles was my guy. You know, I had a, kind of a heated meeting planned, or at least one of us thought it was going to be heated, with uh, Ahmed Johnson. I think it might have been up in Albany or somewhere. So he he's mad at different things. He's upset. I'm not sure. I can't remember what. He may have some good reasons to be upset. Hell, I don't know. I don't remember. So I asked uh, Godfather, I said, you mind sitting in on this meeting with me? Uh, and you'll say, well, Jr. was afraid to get his ass whipped. Well, that's one reason. You're damn right I was. But I also needed somebody else there to that could help me maybe uh, communicate the points that need to be made in that meeting. So I'll always owe, owe uh, Charles for that. And it worked out fine. There's no issues. Uh, the Hebners, the other twins, they were ironically born on the same day. 69 years old, folks, on May 17th. Kamala, God bless Wally Wally. Uh, Has had some diabetes issues, some amputation. God bless him. 68 years old. And the eighth wonder of the world, ladies and gentlemen, the legendary Hall of Famer, Andre the Giant, would have turned 72 years old this week. Happy birthday, everybody. Look at this. I didn't know I was going to have so much fun doing the mailbag segment with you guys as I'm having. Remember, uh, if you'd like your question uh, uh, read on the air, discuss whatever uh the only way that's going to happen if you if you email me at the jim ross report at gmail.com the jim ross report at gmail.com uh if your questions comments and producer ted woods will uh take care of that and and so if you get pissed off you didn't get your question answered then tweet ted he'll he'll love to have the interaction with you any at any hour he's cool with it uh first question is from uh paul in dover delaware and Paul wanted to know what are my thoughts on the upcoming Okada Omega two out of three fall match. No time limit for the IWGP title. I think it's going to be phenomenal. I think it'll be a match that people are going to talk about because it's a different type of match. Different strategies are utilized to lay out a two out of three fall match. It's, it's potentially three chapters long and where you got a, a single match a single fall match is that, that one piece of business. They got to tie three stories together theoretically. It's always challenging. It always makes it different. So I'm looking forward to it. And, uh, uh, Paul want to know my favorite two out of three fall match. I don't know if I ever have a favorite, but the one of the more memorable ones was the 89 stuff between uh, Flair and steamboat, Rick flair and Ricky steamboat could orchestrate a two out of three fall, uh, presentation as good as anybody ever. So I remember that Doug in Pittsburgh, go Steelers for my wife, Jan, uh, what are your thoughts on the baby face versus heel mechanic? And does it still work in modern day promotions? Well, I believe that, that wrestling storylines and issues should be based in reality as much as they possibly can. I believe they should all be uh, plausible. The storylines, not eye rolling or ridiculous or like, Oh my God, you're afraid to have your, your neighbor who doesn't watch wrestling in the house from that angle airing. Uh, so yeah, I believe that the the uh, dynamic needs to stay in place, because no matter what, the NFL uses it every week. The home teams generally the babyface, right? Uh, if you go to a Yankees a Red Sox series and you go to Boston, guess who the babyfaces are? The Red Sox. So it's it's human emotion. You just build on human emotion, and I don't want neutrality. I like that guy. I don't want to see him lose. I like him too. I don't know. I'm indifferent. Well, that's bad. As a performer, you don't want to be indifferent. So I believe that the mechanics should stay, uh, with with subtleties. And, uh, it's very viable that we maintain some balance of good versus evil. Nice guy versus nicer guy. Uh, whatever you got to have some contrast or just blends. And it, it doesn't work in my estimation. Uh, Richie O'Donovan, Richie O'Donovan, you old rascal, Dublin, Ireland, ladies and gentlemen, he says, Richie here, uh, You've always been an advocate of women's wrestling. I, and I have Richie for years. Uh, do you think by the time Charlotte is finished uh, wrestling, she may indeed be regarded as the best ever? Very good chance. It's she's she's getting close now. Uh, athletically speaking, she has a big leg up on on virtually any female athlete I've seen in wrestling. She's just so she's strong. She's long. She's coordinated uh, the volleyball, big high level volleyball, as she's been involved in athletics for years since she's a little kid, so she's got that advantage there. So uh, that's uh, I, I think I think she'll be uh, considered one of the best ever, and somewhere down the road, God forbid there's injuries or whatever, uh, she's going to accomplish that and still have many years to continue to get better the key for an athlete like that or like ronda rousey and nia Jax, rousey's got to get better and she knows it that's what makes us interesting and charlotte knows i call her the 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 female version of hulk hogan in that company I'm, I, I meant that in all sincerity and very uh po- positively but she's got to continue to improve and that's what athletes do their game improves just like our lives should improve. Do things in your life every day that helps you live a better life. It's your health, brushing your teeth, you know, whatever. We should not have a day pass need to do something to better our situation. And if it's something as simple but important as brushing your teeth, have at it. I've I've always preached about having a sleep test. I got sleep apnea. I didn't sleep worth a damn on 36 hours of airplane rides because I had sleep apnea. I did look tired. I was tired. Shame on my ass. I'm sorry. But, you know, things we can do that uh, help us live longer are things we should, we should do. That kind of goes without saying, right? Uh, oh, remember now, Jim report at gmail.com. That's can Give me your questions. Uh, this is an interesting question. Let's see here. John Moynihan is in Wexford, Ireland. That's, home, that's where my, my writing partner, Paul O'Brien, lives. And he's great. Hey, he's great. I love Paul. Paul's a lot smarter than I am. And yeah, we're going to write a second book. Just got to get all the bean, bean counters happy and the nuts and bolts in place. I would not write another book about my life and a slobber knocker sequel without Paul O'Brien. He's that important to me. But anyway, John wants to know, uh, is there any young and up-and-coming wrestling talent, uh, no matter where they are or elsewhere, uh, or whatever that means, that you feel possesses some of the characteristics of the late Danny Hodge. No. you got to go back and retrace steps. State high school wrestling champion, never lost in college, three national titles when you can only wrestle three years, freshman weren't eligible. Two Olympic games, one right out of high school. Then he decided after wrestling and three national titles, never having somebody escape him to start boxing. He won the United States Golden Glove boxing title then has a long career as a pro wrestler in the junior heavyweight division. Uh, Danny Hodge, the baddest dude I've ever seen, the greatest natural amateur wrestler to pro I've ever seen, and I think they broke the mold, quite frankly. And, of course, we mentioned Danny last week uh, celebrating his 89th 89th birthday, 80-something. He don't don't know. He's still the toughest guy in the locker room. So there ain't going to make no more Danny Hodges. And that's the mail this week. So remember the Jim Ross Report at Gmail dot com. And if you're pissed off, just take it out on Ted. Oh, no! it, it! Hey, it's been a fun show. Hope you've enjoyed it. I have enjoyed every moment of it, spending time with you guys, talking to Cody Rhodes. What a good kid, level-headed, smart kid. His daddy, I'm telling you, you heard me say it to him. The dream would be so proud, so proud, as am I. And uh, so. Uh, I, I, I will, I said, I said, I'm kind of stuttering here. Uh, I get emotional talking about these things. You know, Dusty was a very part, important part of my life. Dusty's birthday, my anniversary, my late wife, Jan kind of coincide the OU Texas game. You heard all that stuff. So, uh, I'm very proud of these cats. And, uh, by the way, next week here on the show, we'll be talking to Eric Bischoff. Who's going to be deeply involved in, uh, the, uh, September 1st events and, and the whole three or four days there. Uh, of a uh, star cast. So uh, it should be a lot of fun. And I applaud Conrad Thompson for, uh, for pulling the wagon on that deal. Good stuff. So Eric Bischoff will be here next week, talk about his new podcast. That's from Westwood one called 83 weeks. We'll have that next week here on the program. Now, remember uh, we talked about these five-star reviews. Uh, we've had 575 five-star reviews so far. And that's great. I really do. Thank you. Uh, will White, 55 says, good old JR is back. Wonderful new format from the voice of the Attitude Era. There, thank you, buddy. And that's what we i are going to do. We're the voice of the Attitude Era. We're going to be in Nashville and, and Chicago. Can't wait for that. Zanies.com, remember? Uh, Michael David, 87, says, the name says it all. He truly is good old JR. Very nice of you, sir. Thank you. Uh, I like this right here. I get these every now and then. He's like the cool older uncle <laughs> who just won't go home. <laughs> so anyway, thanks, Michael. Appreciate that. And uh uh Grant sixty two seventy says I love listening to Jim's insights onto the world of pro wrestling. I've learned so much sitting under the learning tree of Jim. Awesome podcast. Well thank you very much, Grant. Hey, I sat under a lot of learning trees in my sixty six years so far. And I ain't through. We're going to set some under some more because we all can learn. And I damn sure don't want to live in that damn comfort zone. It's a kiss, kiss of death, folks. I'm telling you. Remember, follow me on Twitter at JRSBBQ. I'm on Facebook and Instagram as well. We talked about the JR and King shows coming. Zanies.com it has all the information. Uh, Inside the Ropes, bringing us to the U.K. and Ireland and Scotland in the end of June. Uh, it's very simple. Inside the InsideTheRopes.com. C O dot UK has all the info and tickets and they're going fast. Uh, West Virginia power, uh, next weekend, last Saturday in May, big, big ballpark thing. Go to uh, wvpower.com for info and tickets and, and come see us. We'll have a lot of fun there. And remember next week on the show, Eric Bischoff will join us. So we're on a roll folks. Thanks to you guys. Five star ratings are requested and appreciated. Uh, we've had a good show today. Uh, I'm really excited about all the things we've got planned going forward, and uh, from the mighty Westwood One. And check out the uh, new Westwood One podcast app. This is a must-have. Uh, you can listen to all of our favorite shows, including 83 Weeks, Talk Is Jericho, The One Two Three Sixty uh, with x pac Opie Radio, and much more. So uh, search Westwood One podcast in the App Store. And, and Google Play today. You'll, you'll love it. You get some great audio, and it's so easy to access if you do it that way, and it's the price is right, I promise you. Thank you guys for joining us. Remember that our tomorrows are never guaranteed. Do something nice for somebody today that wasn't expecting it. You'll feel a whole lot better tomorrow. So from the rolling hills of Oklahoma, I'm good old J.R. Jim Ross saying, so long, everybody.
1: The Westwood One Podcast Network, keeping it 100 with Conan. A lot of guy wrestlers, a lot of luchadors that are now in Impact, but what are you seeing on the female side? Tessa Blanchard came in, a lot of TV tapings, and I think she's awesome. I would love to bring Kada and Lady Maravilla to Impact because I think they do very good there. Keeping it 100 with Conan. Download and subscribe at Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and the Westwood One Podcast app. Free Free from the Westwood One Podcast Network.